Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. We are coming to the end of Advent. We've got nine days left, wrapping up the week of joy. But boy, oh boy, do not let the focus of joy in your life fall to the wayside just because we're focusing on charity, love next week. We need joy every day. And if I think about doing things in a charitable way with love, we're going to have joy. Because if we look at Jesus and Mary and Joseph at this time, I'd like to kind of look at the Holy Family. Even though Jesus isn't born As of yet, Mary and Joseph know that they have the Son of God and they are going to be bringing him into the world. Talk about offering up their entire life for God. And I'm sure they were not sure what was going to happen. They couldn't even find a place to give birth. As we sit over these next few days and we come to the actual crescendo of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, let's not forget to do our acts of love with everything. Make everything we do a loving act for our love of God and for our love of other people. And let's have that mercy. People are people. I hate to say it like that, but we can't control them. And when you have individuals getting together, maybe a little bit of spirits are flowing, tongues are going to get loose, opinions are going to fly. We can be the merciful ones. We can be the loving ones. We can be the peaceful ones. to make sure that we don't personally attack. We can have conversations and discussions without arguments. Today, I am all over the map. First, let's go over my mortifications yesterday. One of my mortifications was not doing a video. How about that? I told you all I was going to do a video every single day. Yesterday, my husband didn't feel so good. It was a yucky day. We were just pinned inside. And after I worked out, so I worked out, 
I did my emails for that other person's ministry. I got my article in because I was struggling with that the day before. And one of my mortifications was to be here present for my husband, for our family, and not worry about a video. So it was a mortification because I wanted to do it, but I shifted my priorities to my husband. So I'm so sorry for not having a video yesterday. I will continue through the rest of the season as promised. But sometimes as we go through the day, God wants us to shift gears, which is exactly what has happened to me for this weekend. I did not know I was going to have a surprise visitor, and now I have one. And so we're bringing everybody over. It's almost going to be like a separate Christmas with the whole family, no gifts, but the big dinner, a big pie, like I'm making a huge scratch lasagna, scratch pie, scratch rolls. And I'm doing all of this because I'm insane. I don't need to do all these things. I'm doing these things because I want to. I want to make a beautiful dinner. I want to feed everyone with love. I want to pray over that food. So today, as I go to the grocery store and I'm doing the prep work and I may even make the lasagna today or the blueberry pie today, I'm not sure. I want all of my mortifications to be loving acts because what is the point to whine and complain about it. Especially if I'm the one putting the menu together. Why am I whining and complaining about a blueberry pie that I'm going to make from scratch when I decided to do it? If that's you, stop the madness. <laughs> Especially when you're the one that puts it on your own shoulders. So I am going to just go through every moment with love and hope that it's going to turn out beautifully and that everyone appreciates the time that was put into it. I'll be honest, lately I've been thinking about my ex-mother-in-law. <laughs> Why? Well, she came to one of my talks, oddly enough. I don't know if I shared that with everyone. It was very interesting. But yes, she came to one of my talks and she's been in my head every now and then because I used to think, or I was uh, not used to, I have been reflecting on what she used to do every Sunday. She would cook this huge meal. She had four sons, four big sons, one not so big, two maybe not so big, but big boys, big boys. And then their girlfriends, me, and whoever else was around, aunts, uncles who would stop on by. So she would make this insane amount of food, never complain about it. I never hung around and did any dishes or helped her out with anything. I'd, <laughs> I rarely helped her with maybe peeling potatoes or something. I was all about myself downstairs with my boyfriend and I think about, wow, how much effort and how little complaining, how little thanks she got 
and it probably made her feel really good. I think maybe that was one of her gifts. And I don't know if that's my gift, but I certainly want to enjoy serving my family food that I've made with my hands. Because I used to be the one who always bought the food, put it on a plate, and served it to look like I made it. (laughs) There's a store called Jewel where I live. It's like an Albertsons or a Kroger or it's a big grocery store chain. And I would call myself Kendra Jewel Von Esch (laughs) because anything that was there already made, it became mine. And they all knew that I bought it. But now, just being a little bit more in tune with my body and health and not wanting to eat processed packaged foods from a factory, like I'd rather make pizza dough than buy it or have it made from a pizza store and delivered, things have changed over the last couple of years as I started growing my own food. I just look at nutrition and I don't know, food and meals as more than just food. And this is a kind of happened again over the last couple of years with me growing food, but more lately during Advent as I'm more appreciative of the food of the skills, of the internet, where you can just go get any recipe that you want, and of the appreciation of my family, because my family knows that I didn't used to cook like this. I've always cooked, but not scratch-like cooking. There's no way I would make a blueberry pie from scratch. So I'm kind of looking like, oh my goodness, These next two days are going to be insane, and I am going to do everything I can to love every moment of it, to appreciate every step toward creating this beautiful memory. I want memories of the food that brings people together. That's the table, the altar that we circle around and we share the bread, that meal of Jesus. Maybe that's something that you can think about when you're getting prepared, wrapping gifts and doing all these things, just to do them with love because it honestly changes everything, especially if we know we have to do it anyway. Let's not complain and moan and groan about it. I could have gotten up and been like, oh gosh, I got to go fight that grocery store today. That's the last thing I want to do. And then when I get home, I have to clean and get ready for the guests. And then I've got to actually prepare the stuff. I could be beside myself because I could just be kicking back and relaxing. It's not even the time to do all this crazy stuff yet. It's a weekend before the craziness is supposed to be here. But this is what God wanted. So I'm going to embrace it and love every moment of it. Be grateful that everybody had the ability to get together. 
not every day that this person comes into town. They live 12 hours away. So super exciting. So let's pray as we wrap up this week of joy, walking into this beautiful week of charity, love. Let's combine these so that we are over the top. When people see us, we are smiling. We are joy-filled. We are grateful. And we are bringing them a little bit of light that they need in this dark world. At these dark times, we have no idea what anyone's going through right now. So when you're out and about, make eye contact, smile, interrupt the person by saying Merry Christmas. No political correctness. No, no, no. It doesn't take but a couple of times and you'll see more and more and more people are saying Merry Christmas. If you can't say Merry Christmas, how are you going to get out there and talk about your faith? (laughs) I'm just throwing that one out there for you. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with love and joy During this last week, help us to think about Mary and Joseph, their excitement, the anticipation, perhaps maybe a little anxiety and worry. Have us look at this time together, not just for waiting for Jesus' arrival, but for waiting for our family's arrival a new revival within our family to make these gatherings moments of memories, not just a meal and switching gifts, but truly loving and talking and connecting with people and help every single person who has all of the tasks that they have to do to make a beautiful gathering and a beautiful feast. Help every single person do those acts with love and charity and with joy and gratitude. Because when we do that, everything else will fall into place Everyone who comes over or wherever we go, joy and smiles and cheer will be abundant. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Joseph, with our guardian angel, guide us and lead us and protect us and our families. Help us to see the beauty in this season the love and the joy. Protect us from any emotions, any attacks that the world, the flesh, or the devil throw our way during this time to bring us into despair and loneliness, to bring us into frustration and anger and resentment. 
And lastly, mercy. Fill us with your mercy, Lord, so that we can love everyone where they are through this week and beyond. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So my mortifications are going to be doing all these things with love. And there's more than just three. Plus, I'm going to work out. And I'm going to get myself all showered and done up so that tomorrow I don't have to put that on the list. (laughs) I don't know. I'm actually not even sure what I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to make the lasagna. I don't know if I'm going to clean. I don't know the pie. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to do it with love. Okay. I'm babbling now. I won't speak with you this weekend. Don't forget. On the Wisdom app, I've got you. Just join at 9 a.m. I don't know what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Could be a little bit about this, not sure. I'm pacing around my room and I'm finding that I'm like winded. That must mean I need a little bit more cardio workout, which by the way, I am thoroughly enjoying the way that my body is getting stronger I still have a hip thing. I'm finding myself actually walking a little weird to to kind of favor that. So that's not good. Last night, I did have wine, but instead I didn't eat dinner. (laughs) I don't know if that was the best idea, but it was a couple of glasses. And I was so satisfied with those two glasses of wine that I did not feel any hunger. However, on the contrary, earlier that afternoon yesterday, I don't know, about three o'clock, I was so hungry. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it until dinner. So very interesting kind of move there. But I have to say that I am appreciating how much better I do feel minus my weird hip thing that I got going on. I feel stronger. I am standing and I can feel my core my muscles. I don't have that huge amount of weight kind of stuck on my stomach as much anymore. There's still a little (laughs) that call muffin top kind of thing when you close your pants, but not much. I mean, I had a whole cake top, you know, going over the, the jeans. But again, it's not about the look, how I look. It is about how I feel. It's just a great byproduct to have lost quite a few pounds so far. I think I've lost 10, something like that. But I know that they're not all pounds. I know that a lot of it was water weight and stuff. And on top of that, I'm gaining more muscle, which muscle weighs more than fat. So I'm sure that that scale will change. I don't care what the scale says, to be honest with you. I just want to feel better. And I know when I'm in a good size for me based on how my clothes feel. And again, it's not about that. It's just taking every day and doing something to show that I control my body, not my body controlling me. And that I'm making smarter choices. 
walking away from occasional stupid things like cookies and pie, (laughs) but I'm going to make them. So we'll see. Okay. Sorry. Going on with my life so that you can get on with yours. I'll keep you updated. I'm sure if you watch my videos, I'll have some updates on the weekend too. So I won't be totally gone from you just off of this podcast until Monday. We will meet again. I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.